Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia, a San Antonio Spurs writer for KENS 5 in San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Yeah, the it, this is it. We're, we're, we're in the thick of things in the NBA offseason. It is slow with really not much to go on. Look, when when a Coyote Funko Pop is kind of like the big highlight of the week so far, that to tell you exactly how quiet it is on the NBA slash Spurs front. But what are we talking about today? We're going to be looking at the Spurs and if they did enough to address one of their two biggest concerns heading into the new season. We know three-point shooting was one of them. We'll address that later. But we're going to be looking at big men depth. That was one of the big issues for the Spurs they need to address in the offseason. Last season, it was pretty much Jacoperto, and that was it. Once LMA decided to uh, pack his bags and, you know, Spurs agree, Spurs were thin at that department. Did they do enough as the season uh, inches closer? And then we'll be looking at some Spurs news and notes. To do that and more, I'm joined by Sweet the League's very own Rudy Campos and host of an upcoming radio show. Rudy, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Do we know the name of that radio show yet? Yeah, thanks for having me, Jeff. And actually, yeah, we uh, we're gonna go ahead and just go with uh, sweep the league radio for right now. I mean, we started nice. the podcast and we're graduating the podcast to the uh, the live airwaves of San Antonio starting October seventeenth. And those airwaves are on. Airwaves are going to be on nine thirty a.m. The Answer, which is the uh, current home of my former uh, radio show, the uh, Sports Time. Be looking forward to that. Follow Rudy on Twitter uh, at Sweep the League. Yeah, you know, it just makes sense. You got your Twitter has that name in there. Your radio show is going to be that. The podcast name that it just all makes sense. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about more about your upcoming radio show uh, as we close the show. But let's dive into it, Rudy. So as yeah. you heard in the intro, one of the big issues the Spurs had was big man depth. Yaka Pirtle, stud on the defensive end, very limited on the offensive end. And last season, he was pretty much it. Look, no knock on Drew Eubanks last season, but, you know, it just wasn't enough. Well, you fast forward to the offseason, Rudy, they bring in a banged-up Zach Collins. We kind of debated this. You you said you agree. Yeah, Luka Samanich, you know, you want to slot him in in, as far as their bigs just in general. And then Mm -hmm. you have the rookie, Jock Landale. Overall question, before we dive into specifics, did the Spurs do enough to address this need? Overall, no. I mean, I I love the Jock Landell signing, but again, you know, you've got to give a player coming in, especially overseas, time to develop. As we're starting to see with Luca, we see Luca put in the work in the off season, but how it translates over to the regular season—that's a whole other story. But overall, on paper, I mean, you signed up, you signed a big, a banged up Zach Collins. You brought in Landell. You still have Eubanks under contract. You have Hurdle. I mean, there's really not much to get excited for for the big man situation at all right now on paper. There's there's really nothing to talk about as far as, like, being excitement for at all. And it's funny you bring me on to the big man situation because I was a – I'm the big <laughs> man, you know, horizontal, not vertical. So I love the uh, – I love the, you bringing me in for that. Look, um, first of all, with Hurdle – we know he's a stud defensively. I don't. We don't need to go into the numbers. I think Spurs fans know exactly what he can do uh, defending the paint and being on that end of the court. But offensively, that's where he struggles. And, you know, you, you're lucky if he, if he gives you anything on the outside, even a midi. I mean, even if – I would just be happy if he just had a hook shot, uh, Rudy, uh, just something. But, but he doesn't have 
he's pretty limited. And sometimes that could be to the detriment of the Spurs that we saw last season. It is. Fast I mean, I can, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to say it is very limited and I can, I'm not going to say that the entire off season was, you know, was horrible for the Spurs where they didn't, where they didn't get, you know, better on the big man side. They got clearly better on the shooting side. And what everybody needs to realize too, is the fact that if you are able to spread the floor, that creates less traffic in the lane for your big man to operate. So I think this kind of benefits Perto a little bit more. He may not be offensively skilled, but when you're talking about the offensive rebounds, you know, the way he is, he's a banger down low. I think we're going to see an uptick in his offensive production just based off of the offensive rebounding alone because now you've got shooters around him. Yeah, you you look at Drew Eubanks. Look, young kid, so he has youth on his side, but he's undersized for the position where it's also mm-hmm. seen him in the offseason showing off that he's working on the outside shot, knocking down threes, knocking down middies. But we heard this before, and we've seen this before ahead of last season. Jacoperto in training camp coming out saying, oh, Eubanks is knocking him down. He's hitting down the outside shots. And when mm-hmm. he saw time last season, sure, he hit him, but it wasn't consistent. It wasn't enough. Do you think Eubanks is going to be the second big man backing up uh, Proto, or maybe they go with Samanich, maybe they go with the rookie? As of right now, I mean, if you want to go based off of trust, Eubanks is the one guy you probably have to trust, considering we don't know exactly the shape that Collins is in, and also considering we don't know exactly what we're getting in uh, Jake Londell right now. Uh, You can use Luca as that other big man, but again, you know, the development for Luca is still kind of on the table. We don't really know quite how good his development is, so really Drew is the only guy we can trust Unless you want to, unless they decide to keep Thaddeus Sung, and you know they can go yeah. kind of small at the, all five positions, but right now Drew's the only guy you can really trust behind uh, Jakob. It's a good question, and actually a good point you just brought up. We're 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 looking at it. We're talking about the big man depth, and do you think now Luca has a shot to shine? I mean, he is a stretch big. Yeah, I mean, I think he's listed at 6'10", 6'11", around that, around that range. He yeah. added a lot of muscle to his frame since his rookie season. He's been in the Austin Spurs system. He understands what the Spurs go for. He shined bright with Austin Spurs last season out in the G League bubble. Maybe now is his opening to perhaps, maybe, just maybe, be the backup big man? If you're looking at the writing on the wall, it all, it all states and shows that the Spurs have confidence in Luka Simonic. And I'm not trying to hear to over, I'm not here to overhype him or anything like that. I understand the struggles, but when you don't bring in anybody like, I mean, Collins, like we said, is injured. Lundell's yeah. unproven. I mean, Eubanks is in the same position as Luka Simonic. Luka probably, as far as talent-wise, is way better than what Drew Eubanks is compared to shooting uh, an mm. offensive skill set. I mean, so, yeah, Luka can actually benefit from not having anybody come in because it'll allow the Spurs to overlook him being a backup for Thaddeus Young. Again, you can spread the floor with Luka Simonic a lot better than you can with any of these other guys. So if we're looking at the right on the wall, it's good that nobody else is coming in at that big man position because this could actually benefit Luka Simonic really, really well. 
Yeah, let's make that very clear. As of this recording, uh, the Spurs big man depth is what we just say. You know, the Spurs, are at least, you know, many think that they're not done wheeling and dealing. They have not introduced to uh, to anyone uh, Aminu, uh, Thaddeus Young. There maybe there's a reason why because they're not going to be a spur for long. So maybe they bring in another big man. But going back to Luca, yeah, I mean, I mean, come on, Luca, now's your chance. Now you have it. I mean, again, it is open gym. It is the off season. Nobody's defending him, but he's showing that he can knock down that three. Uh, he's showing that he added the size. Uh, you know, he's getting to the rim. We saw it last year in Austin. He has a chance. This is his shot to really be a backup big for Pearl or just a backup big in general off that bench for San Antonio. Look, Popovich liked what he saw last season, you know, before, um, you know, uh, Rudy Gay came back and they had to just take out Luca again. But in that limited time when Rudy Gay was out, coming after getting recalled, he played good. He plays good defense. He went up against Zion Williamson, man. Did pretty well. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, looking at the big end, I mean, do we even count Zach Collins right now? I mean, Doctor created, doctor recommended. It works up to seven days per use. I'm talking about sweat block. Dry shirt guarantee for those who are experiencing excessive sweating. It sweat block doesn't keep you dry. You get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by Firefighters, bestseller on Amazon for the past ten years, over thirteen thousand reviews. Manufactured right in the U.S. of A. Where would you want to wear your little secret to confidence? This is what everyone must have in their toiletry bag. Whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. So, guys, I get it. There are a few things that are not fun to talk about, and one of them is excessive sweating. That's where sweat block comes in. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. Does this sound familiar to you? You get one of the device that lets you catch the game live and another that lets you stream your favorite shows and you're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friend logging in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and all shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. No, you don't. I mean, you can't really count Zach Collins because uh, the injury plague seasons and we don't know what exactly what we're getting with Zach. We don't even know if he's 100% healthy to participate in training camp coming up. I mean, we don't really know. I think the, the Zach Collins signing was more of a, we see he's doing really well in his rehabilitation, so he could benefit us later on down the line. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a really big number signing either. So, I mean, it's just a gamble you take. So if we exclude Zach Collins, I mean, again, you've got uh, Londell coming in. Everybody's expecting him to be a monster and a beast just because of the way he played. I mean, we can understand that. But the one thing I look at Londell is the control. I mean, does he have enough control in his game to not get early foul trouble or anything? So, Luca is actually one guy that is primed to get some really, really big minutes. And, I mean, is it his time to shine, like you said? Yeah, it's his time to shine. But also the overall picture, Jeff, we don't know exactly what Spurs' offense is going to look like this year. We don't know who's going to be the man. 
So that's kind of, uh, like you said, open gym type thing for the Spurs right now. It's anybody can step up to just be that guy for the Spurs. Could be anywhere from Luca all the way up to, you know, DeJounte Kelvin. Yeah, I agree. You don't call, you don't count Zach in your rotation right now because he's just banged up. Uh, you know, and even when he does uh, return to, you know, putting on a uniform and getting out there, there's still that chance that he will know that is there a chance that there will be an adjustment period for him. He's been away from the game for how long, you know, and yeah. you know, getting used to the system. So, yeah, I mean, you throw him out, at least in this conversation. But you brought up a name, uh, uh, the big man, Jock, out of Australia. The one thing I think that gives him an opportunity to be in the San Antonio big man rotation is the fact that he can knock down outside shots, Rudy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that that's what he does. I mean, he had that, he had that funny uh, – saying uh, i think in, in the olympics saying something along the lines of i i, I piss shooting or something like that so yeah. <laughs> um we know that he can knock it down rudy do you think that is his he's gonna have to really show out of practice in the preseason to really say hey you know what i'm a big man guys i can do something that Pirtle can't do i can knock down threes and long range twos I think so. I think, you know, I'm going to probably say something that's going to fire up Spurs Twitter, but I think Lundell ends up in Austin for the first few, you know, games of the season. I mean, I yeah. I don't see them keeping him on the active roster as far as the NBA level goes to start the season, but I think he, I think he does get called up sometime during the season. And again, you know, as of the recording, you know, Thaddeus Young uh, and Amino are still on the roster. So if both of them get moved, I think that will allow Lundell to be on the active roster. But as of right now, it's in Austin. He's going to develop really well down there. I mean, I I have no doubt in my mind he's going to develop really well. But with his shot making, I mean, he's able to knock down some shots. That's a benefit for the San Antonio Spurs. But, again, it's the learning of the Spurs system. We really are going into the season not knowing what to expect offensively, defensively, anything from Pop this year as we've normally been in years past. Do you think, do you think they can go small? You know, if, if maybe they're not, you know, the, the coaching staff is not really satisfied with Luca or Drew backing up. I mean, I mean, who do you go to? I mean, you go really, really small. You know, you don't have Rudy Gay anymore. He's gone. And, you know, Devin doesn't play that spot, so I X him out. Yeah, I mean, I in my opinion – Rudy, I, I still think it's they didn't do enough. I still think there's something missing, that there's something. I think Zach probably would have been that answer if he was healthy. But, mm. I mean, we know his situation. And then you're left with Eubanks, and which I agree. I think he will be the guy getting the minutes behind uh, Pirtle for now, unless Luca just really yeah. shows out in camp in the preseason. But – yeah, I, I still think it's a work in progress. I still think they need to bring in just a, a big that can do more just offensively, uh, Rudy. Yeah, you know, and I think we both agree on that. The the uh, offseason for the Spurs and the big man situation was not great. I don't know if they were counting on landing Collins from Austin or – uh, they were actually counting on uh, landing, you know, marketing. But, you know, it goes back kind of towards the draft. I mean, I, I'm not too, you know, I'm not I'm not saying negatives about Primo. He actually did really well in the summer league. I'm excited for his scoring ability once he develops a lot more. But, I mean, 
passing on guys that were potential starters as big men. Ty Jones was there, right? Ty Jones was still on the board. Yeah. Kai Jones is still on the board. He didn't go to, I believe, 2021. And that was, uh, you know, that's really, really late for him, I thought. But I think they banked on making a splash in the free agent market, and it didn't work out that way. So, I mean, the only thing you can do is go back to the drawing board, see what provides you and during the season. Maybe your guy gets cut or is released, and that's a guy that can fulfill that, you know, position for your, your San Antonio Spurs bench or even a starter maybe make a trade or something. I mean, I think I think they didn't do – I can't even say they didn't do enough. I don't think they did really anything when it came to the big man situation in the offseason. We're talking with Rudy Campos. He is the host of the Sweep the Lead podca- podcast, soon to be on radio in San Antonio. Follow him on Twitter, sure. at Sweep the League. Uh, Rudy, imagine this. Knock on wood, it doesn't happen, though. Mm. Proto, Proto goes out with an injury. Oh, think of it like that. I mean, you're gonna have a starting starting big of Eubanks, um, Osamanich, who has not yet been given a chance to prove himself, a rookie uh, out of Australia, Jock. I mean, I think we really have to put this in focus here that the Spurs mm-hmm. big man position is still in question. I ask you though, Rudy, do you think with all the assets that the Spurs have and Maybe some of the young guys, they probably try to flip them for a big. But which big? Do they go and chase Laurie Markkinen? Now he's in Cleveland. Hey, Cleveland, you know, we got these picks. We got Thaddeus Young. Uh, we got Aminu, blah, blah, blah. What do you want? Do, I mean, do, do you think they still should try to chase that big that they desperately still need to pair with Proto uh, or at least back them up? Built Bar, celebrate the freedom of choice. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. Coconut, raspberry, mint browning, double chocolate, strawberry. The list goes on and on. And if you cannot figure out what your favorite flavor is, well, you got the mix box. You get two of each of the nine flavors. Check out this. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 45 grams of sugar and only 45 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors. All tasty. All healthy. Not only they're the best tasting around, they're healthy too. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Bill Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That's pretty cool. Go to built.com. Get yourself 15% off. Use, uh, again, that's builtbar.com for 15% off when you make your order. It's that time of year again when all eyes are turning now to football and as teams are starting to get back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor contest open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champs, Buccaneers, and Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. 
I think so. I mean, you you've got to continue to improve your team, no matter no matter if you're the worst team in the league or a championship contender. You've always got to improve your team. That that's the number one job for the front office on any team. One guy I would definitely, or actually one team and one guy I would look at. I mean, it is Cleveland. They just picked up Larry Markkinen. Uh, they disperse half some assets. I mean, why not inquire uh, about one Jared Allen? I mean, That's he's going to be playing behind Evan Mobley. So I would say, you know, you got a really good player, really good starter at center, Jared Allen. You know, he just, I believe he re-signed with Cleveland. So you have assets. You can go out and get one. Another guy that's on the market who's rumored to be going to the Los Angeles Lakers, why not make a push for him? Is DeAndre Jordan. I mean, you can throw a last-minute wrench into those plans and just say, hey, you know, we'd love to sign you. We'll give you X number of dollars. It may only be for a year, but a year of DeAndre Jordan is better than a year of what the hell are we doing at the big man spot. I mean, a Pirtle deandre Jordan pairing isn't that bad if you think about it on paper. It isn't bad, but it's still limited offensively. DeAndre Jordan doesn't really give you much offense. Uh, you know, he's he's – at least athletic, you know, he'll get people off their seats in the AT&T center with some dunks, but offensively, mm. he's just still not there. And I don't think that's what the Spurs need. Uh, they, I think they need a, a, a big that's a little bit more offensive minded and Pirtle, he tries, you know, I mean, there's, there's sometimes he gets double doubles, but it's a lot of cleanup work, uh, uh, you know, a lot of pick and roll situations. You know, he just roll into the basket, which is fine. It gets you points. Great. Mm-hmm. But defenses can sag on him. Defenses can say, okay, fine, you know, you're you're about 12, 15 feet away from the hoop. Go for it. See what you do. He's like, you're going to pass. Yeah. You know, so. Well, I mean, but you got to remember, didn't we solve our scoring issues in the offseason with McDermott and adding Primo, who's a scorer? I mean, wouldn't we really concentrate? Okay, we've got scores, and mm-hmm. Lonnie's supposed to be a better scorer. Um, you know, these guys are going to be our scorers. Why try to go after a scoring big man? Why don't we need guys that protect the rim? Yeah. Well, yeah, protecting the rim, that Proto could do that. A guy like Jordan can do that. Um, and you're right. You know, the Spurs brought in offense, a perimeter offense, McDermott and Brent mm-hmm. Forbes. Uh, you know, you're expecting Devin to get more run next season. You're expecting Lonnie to eat into some of the minutes freed up by the veterans leaving. So, yeah. But you're, you're talking about a very low percentage shot, the three-point line, mm-hmm. versus a high percentage shot in the paint. And, you know, or just in the mid-range. So, but yeah, I mean, you're, you're hoping that Pirtle at least develops some sort of um, some sort of shot in the offseason. I'm crossing my fingers, but you're right. I mean, maybe they're not looking at Pirtle to do that. Just simply do what you did well last season: defense, run the pick and roll well, you know, do cleanup work, the offensive rebounding, kick it out. Maybe just simply just kick it out, kick it out mm-hmm. to uh, the three point shooters. You know, but I mean, does Pirtle command a double team though? That's the thing. Does he really command a double team? to, uh, you know, give the shooters clean looks. Maybe Slash is true. We shall see. It just for me, I just look at this offseason and said, okay, it's gotten a little better, but not yeah. really, <laughs> not really. Um, it's still something to keep an eye on. Do you think that, do you think that, you think we're not giving Eubanks too much, uh, not enough credit here? Do you think that he will shine? Because he's probably going to be that we, we're, we're saying this, the, the backup big. 
Yeah, you know, it's for me. Drew Eubanks is Drew Eubanks. I mean, he's a he's an ex, you know when I say explosive, he's not like LeBron James explosive. He's he's a blue collar guy. I mean, he's going to go in. He's going to give you minutes. He's going to give you boards. He's going to get you some points. He's going to throw down on somebody. He's going to do the little things good, but he's not doing the little things good enough to be a major, major contributor. So I think a lot of people sleep on Drew. I know I do a lot of times, but if I, you know, if I take a step back and look at it, I mean, he does all the little things good. He's not going to do them really, really good. He's just going to get enough done to, you know, to spell those minutes for Pirtle to get a break here and there. Uh, but, I mean, sleeping on him, I would say, yeah, a lot of people end up sleeping on him. He's going to be the backup. As of right now, I have him as the backup, unless Londell comes in and just really impresses Pop and the coaching staff. I expect to see a lot more of Drew Eubanks this year, uh, which makes sense. I mean, he's gone out. He's improved his shot. He's doing a lot more, you know, off-season workouts. But, you know, again, I think with the skill set that he's got, he's going to come in and just spell the minutes for Jakob. He's not going to give you, you know, starter-type quality production. Once again, we're talking with Rudy Campos. Follow him on Twitter, at Sweep the League. Yeah, you know, there's just so much to look at when it comes to the Spurs' big man depth. Uh, perhaps it's still an area they're going to address. Uh, you know, we just don't know. What if it's your yeah. man, Ben Simmons? What if it's Ben Simmons? No, man, I'm, <laughs> still, I'm still not on the Ben Simmons ride, even though I do ex- I do would say that it would make a difference. Uh, I'm still not on that train yet. Yeah, yeah, I'm just messing with you. Uh, let's go ahead and transition <laughs> now to some uh, Spurs news and notes before we let Rudy go. And as we teased in the beginning, Rudy, we're going to have to get that to Coyote Funko Pop, aren't we? Oh, yeah. I'm, I already tagged the Coyote on Twitter, so I need that autograph, please. For those of you who have been sleeping, yesterday uh, it was revealed that the, the Spurs Coyote will get his own Funko Pop. He will join George Garvin and David Robinson in Team USA colors uh, as uh, the three recent Spurs to get uh, the pop treatment, literally. Well, when are they going to make a pop pop, like Coach Popovich pop? That just makes, it makes sense. sense. It? it makes all the sense in the world. Why do you not have a pop pop? I mean, that that was the whole Funko pop thing was made for pop, I'm sure. I mean, that's probably the last one they'll ever make, I'm sure, is what is going to happen. Uh, I got to ask you, do you have a Kawhi Leonard Funko pop in Spurs uniform? <laughs> I do not. Actually, I got out of the pop game probably right before all that came out. All the NBA stuff came out. I was already out of the pop game, but I do not own a Kawhi Leonard pop. You know, before Gervin, it was Kawhi that was the last spur to get Funko popped. He was mm-hmm. the last one. I still remember going to the NBA store in Manhattan, New York City, and seeing it on the counter. You know, he was still in Spurs colors and almost pulling the trigger. Almost getting it. I was like, ah, right. I'll get another one when I'm in San Antonio. That's no big deal. <laughs> and then what happens? He got traded. Well, that whole debacle season. Um, yeah. You have a, you have the Gervin one? Uh, no, but I'm actually uh, – I talked to a guy yesterday that had a couple, so I think I'm going to pull the trigger on getting one from him. But yeah, I will get a George Gervin one uh, for sure. Definitely got to have the Iceman. I'm hoping that we'll get the Robinson in Spurs colors because he's just wearing the, the Team USA 92 jersey. Which is fine. It's, it's, it's great, but I need him in silver and black. But yeah, the uh, Coyote, he is wearing a home Spurs white jersey. He has a basketball tucked under his arm. 
and he, I think he's going like number one, like not literally number one, but putting his finger up number one <laughs> um, uh, as the pop. I don't know when it's going to get released. They haven't revealed that, but he joins, I think, the Raptors, the Hornets, and the Bulls mascots as this wave is set to hit shelves soon. You know, oh, I, I'm getting I've been on the hunt for it already. See if I can find it somewhere I can get pre-ordered anywhere. Uh, yeah. We will see. So let's continue Hopefully talking about this. Hopefully they make right? a variant of that. Because yeah. I'd, I'd love for them to have the variant of him, you know, in his white and then holding up. Remember the cheer detergent that he used to hold up at the mm-hmm. game? I would definitely I remember like uh, the Coyotes, um, well, not, not this version of his costume, but the, the Hemisphere Arena, early days of the Animal Dome. Him looking mm-hmm. just the way the uniform looked and the, 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 the I guess, the mask or the whatever he puts on the guy puts on his head, looking very creepy. I don't remember it. Look, I just remember it being very <laughs> creepy looking. But yeah, I am definitely going to get one ASAP. In other Spurs news, Rudy, I gotta ask you. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with Las Vegas? They recently revealed their uh, odds at the Spurs landing Ben Simmons, and it took a dive. They are now the fourth, uh, well, the fourth uh, team uh, uh, in the list. No, I'm sorry, the fifth team, excuse me, in the list yeah. of getting him, trading for him, when at one point they were the third. So it seems Vegas is starting to see San Antonio slip away. Do you do you feel that as well? Do you, are you not buying that? Are you saying, you know what, I would not be surprised if Spurs pull a trigger and get him? <laughs> well, two things everybody has to know about Vegas is that you're guaranteed to go broke and they're never wrong. So – I definitely agree with what Vegas is saying. I mean, the hype was there for Ben Simmons and the San Antonio Spurs to unite. Uh, but it's, to me, it's just not going to happen. I mean, right now you're talking about a Philadelphia front office that wants the world and the universe at the same time, and you just can't, you can't risk that. I mean, if you go to an old football analogy, I mean, when the New Orleans Saints and Mike Ditka made a trade for Ricky Williams and just gave up everything, same thing with the Rams and Jeff Fisher. I mean, you don't give up an entire future of a franchise for one player that may or may not be there after his contract is up. I mean, this isn't Los Angeles. You know, this isn't a guarantee where if you get a big name, he wants to stay because it's L.A. This is S.A. So you're, you're risking a whole bunch of your future for one player. I just cannot see that happening, especially what Philadelphia is asking for. Yeah, I believe Vegas 100%. I will be glad when they just take the Spurs off the list. They're still in there, but we shall say. I think it's the Kings. The Kings vaulted to number one uh, Mm on the uh, Vegas list as a possible landing spot for Ben Simmons. We talked about this in the last episode of Locked On Spurs, Rudy, but I want to get your opinion. Uh, Robert Ory, you said that Dream Hakeem Olajan is 10 times better than Tim Duncan in his personal opinion. Uh, he said this on the Road Tripping Podcast with former Spur Richard Jefferson and Channing Fry. He doubled down. This is not the first time he said, he said this, Rudy. You know, this is like the second, third time that he believes that. He asked, well, well, why? And it came down to fandom that not only did he play with him in Houston, but that he grew up in that area and watched him. Okay, fine. If it's because you're a big fan of him, I get that. But my issue is, 10 times better, Rudy? Come on. 
Yeah, that's the only thing that I disagree with Orion. I mean, 10 times better is, I mean, no, come on. If you want to say Dream is better than Duncan and say, you know, by a smidge or something, I can totally, totally agree with that argument. I mean, I if I look at it for me, 10 times better is saying that, I mean, golly, yeah. that's like saying Michael Jordan – you know, comparing him to, you know, Zach Collins. I, I mean, to me, that's like, give me a break. This is 10 times better. No way. For me, if I look at it between Olajuwon and Duncan, I see where always going if he doesn't make that comment. Dream all around, I would say all around, and first fans don't kill me, all around was a better player. I mean, his jumper was a lot better than what Timmy had. He could definitely hit a three, you know, a lot more, you know, a lot more accurate and a lot more uh, consistent than Tim could. But if you look at the post game, I mean, almost identical, Jeff. You couldn't yeah, stop the dream shake. You couldn't stop Timmy, you know, with his back against the basket. They are so, so similar in so many ways. But to say 10 times better, no, I, I don't agree with that. But I do understand if everybody or if some people agree that dream was better than Tim. Yeah, yeah. If you, you tell me that uh, Lajuan – is just a hair better. Fine, I get it because there was a, a moment during his um, his prime years, Rudy, where he looked unstoppable. I mean, the yeah. dream shake was just devastating. Players, uh, you know, I think Shaq at the time said that was the the dream was the best center he's ever faced, and that mm-hmm. was the era of the centers. It was him. It was Shaq. It was Robinson. Uh, it was yeah. Patrick Ewing. Yeah, I mean, it was just the the era of the big man and of the big man center, and uh, dream was part of that. But if we're looking at hardware, well, you know, Timmy has five titles of Dreams too. Timmy yeah. has more more All Star appearances than Dream does, so you know there's an argument there. But yeah, ten times a little bit more uh, <laughs> than than Ori should have said. And finally, this is not Spurs news and notes. So somebody on this show does not like Marvel's What If. I, I oh, you're killing me. You're, you're you're killing me, Campos. <laughs> man i you know i've been trying to watch it and i turn it on and i watch it for a little bit and i was kind of like man i don't know if i like this but i think it's probably because i've been in a crappy mood when i've been trying to watch it and i just kind of happens i turn it on when i'm in those crappy moods i ended up sitting at work today and i'm doing my work and i said you know what let me give it another chance i saw the captain america work Peggy Carter. Mm-hmm. And that was okay for me. I, I liked it. That was okay. But when I started the Star-Lord one, I was like, man, I don't know if I like this now. Well, I saw the full Star-Lord. I really loved it. I got through episode three today as well. That one was a really cool take. I, I really liked that one. So my earlier tweet of, I don't know if I'm liking it. I did rescind it. I did tweet out, uh, I actually got to tweet a comment and I said, you know, okay, I'm giving it a better shot now. I, I actually do enjoy it a little bit more. So I apologize to all of Marvel fandom out there. I gave it a shot. I'm liking it now. Did you see the one with Ant-Man yet or no? Yeah. That was the latest one with the, that was the latest one. Yeah. See, even I like that. I like that was a good guy. I mean, that was kind of dark. They were out there murdering the, the OG team. Yeah, I, mean, and I would not crazy. have expected. I wouldn't expect that one. Like I was like, oh yeah. crap. Okay. Yeah, I, I had yeah, my I guesses, mean, but I didn't expect that at all. I mean, the way they the, the way they did in uh, Hulk, which is crazy. The way they did in uh, Thor. I mean, if, I mean, I, I thought that was great. And then the reveal of, of what's going on, I thought it was phenomenal. I mean, yeah. But 
It was, Rudy, it was you're my hurting point. me. You're, you're hurting. You're hurting. I'm me. sorry. I know. I. I meant to send everybody a box of tissues that I tagged, and it's on its way, so I'm sorry. All right, right, be ready for that, everybody. Hey, (laughs) Rudy, tell us about Sweep the League. What is upcoming for you? What is the big news you've been sharing with the world? Man, you know, Sweep the League has started off as a podcast. It was many names before that until we finally decided on Sweep the League, and as of October 17th, we're going to be live on the airwaves of San Antonio, Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We've graduated. We're going to college, basic. Well, we went to college with the original podcast. We're going into the real world now. <laughs> Sweep the League Radio is coming on. Um, it's going to be myself, uh, former NBA player, former UTSA legend. Derek Gervin's going to be right there with me. Uh, Shamaya Reed is one of the local big music guys here, local music producer, really great guy, is going to be on there as well. Plus, I mean, we're going to also involve the cast of the original Sweep the League, you know, Coach Gio, Trey mm-hmm. Collis, uh, everybody like that. So I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to having you on the show as well. Yes, so, sir. Lockdown Spurs will definitely be represented very, very well on Sweep the League. Yes, I'm just sir. excited, man. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah, kudos to you. I know we uh, spoke on the phone recently. You're, you, I could just tell that you're just excited about it, just, you know, over the moon. Good luck to you. And I know all Spurs fans, or just sports fans in general, are going to be uh, listening in. Follow Rudy on Twitter at Sweep the League right now to get all the latest on when that radio show will uh, officially, officially, officially uh, debut and how you can listen to it and much, much more. But it, it, just a quick question, though, is ravishing? Rudy Campos going to make an appearance? Oh, yeah. Ravishing Rudy Campos will be there. You'll get a little bit of the uh, the rated R sports star and the million peso man, all these guys, all these guys that were on the original Sweep the League and former other radio show that we were on, we're all coming back. Don't worry about it. I don't know if all I'll right. take my shirt off, though. I don't know if I'll take my shirt off, but the ravishing <laughs> side will definitely be there. Say that for your OnlyFans page. <laughs> hey, I'm glad they re-upped and they said they're not canceling on October 1st. I can keep my sidekick. Yeah, all right, Rudy. All right. Uh, make sure to follow Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Spurs. And you can find it on the Odyssey app. There's no excuse for you to not listen into Lockdown Spurs as we're trying to get you through this doldrum period of the NBA offseason. I know it's tough. But we're trying to turn it out here on Lockdown Spurs. So for Rudy Ravishing Campos, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs>